Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam and Joel for another episode of Horror Express. And tonight we're talking about Krampus, a 2015 film. It's a horror comedy, a Christmas horror comedy, really. And it's directed by, is it Michael Doherty? Is that the director? Uh, I think so, yes. Yep. And, it, uh, and, it, and it stars a number of character actors. I think that's the best way to describe the cast. They're faces that you have seen as the best friend or the mean brother or the, the doofus, you know, roommate or, you know, uncle. Um, and, and, uh, and it's, I don't know, it's about, uh, this was, this was Joel's suggestion. So this is not a movie I've seen before, but my understanding of the plot is it's basically like the anti-Santa. It's based on, a, um, on, a, on, on folklore from Europe. That's about Krampus. Who's instead of bringing gifts to kids, he punishes them when they're bad for the holidays. And it's a, it's a, and he, and, and I guess in the lore, he's supposed to be like half goat, half man, and it predates Christianity. So it's one of these things that's been folded into the mythology of St. Nick. And in this film, it's basically a cross between Home Alone meets Gremlins meets A Nightmare Before Christmas meets Black... Touch of National Lampoon Christmas yes, Vacation. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My man. Yes. And I would even say a dash of Shrek, too. A little dash of Shrek. Uh, I'll, the, I'll give you a little Shrek. Well, in the it form of the, the, the gingerbread man. The gingerbread man yeah. is very Shrek-like. Um, <laughs> so, what my goat drop buttons? <laughs> I love that. I love every scene with the gingerbread man. is my favorite scene. So, so all right. So, number one, does, did I do it justice in my description? But number two, uh, what do you guys think of this film? Uh, that's pretty accurate. I mean, it is. It's Okay, so it's a melange of stuff. There's a lot of things that happen, much like the Christmas holiday. There's a lot going on. Uh, it lampoons all of that, and yeah, its its source material is pretty apparent, but it's it's a loving apparentness, and it does its own thing. So I think it's a, just a, I think it's just, yeah, sure. Yeah, I this was actually a nice surprise to me because this movie totally flew past me when it was out. It's like I have not seen a trailer for it. I had no idea who the cast was anything and it's like and everyone in the cast is someone i really like like adam scott tony collette david ketchner allison tolman i was just like like wow it's all people i this is this is great it was so i mean <laughs> this is the first movie that completely surprised me and it's it is it is a really fun movie the whole way through and i'll, I'll, I'll say i was dead tired when i watched this last night i was like i don't know if i can do a movie and i had absolutely no trouble yeah. staying awake through this whole thing it's yeah. it's it was just just really pleasantly enjoyable the whole way yeah and i i sat down and i so i i had heard of it when it came out and i was like nope not gonna watch that because well because we were we were in the there was just a spate of horror movies that were not made for horror movie fans between you, uh -huh. know, you know and i was just like this is probably one of those i've never even heard of krampus they probably just made krampus up like i don't like i just had i had no interest <laughs> i had no interest in the movie and then today when i sent it to watch it, i was like oh this is like a 2015 horror movie it's gonna be cb cgi garbage and like i wasn't i wasn't that down on it but like in the back of my mind I was I wasn't I, I was not looking forward to the movie and uh, oh, ye and, and it, it won me over it, and it and had to fight to win me over at every step of the way because at every point I was like well I'm not sure I'm on board because of this and I'm not sure I'm on board because of this and it and it just but but then that would sort of work in an odd way and so the things I liked about it, it opens up and I'm like, am I watching bad Santa? Like this, this has a, yeah. it had a real bad Santa vibe when it opened up. And I thought that really set the tone of the movie well. And then, and then again, the whole home alone thing where the first 20 minutes or so, I'm like, is this even a horror movie? Like, like, but then, but that all helped establish everything so that you really wanted the characters to survive. And then they just kind of are pretty merciless in what they do with the film from then on. But it is a comedy, and and also, it's I if if I if I had to take anything out of this movie, it would have been the gingerbread man. That was the only thing that kind of too much CGI for me. But everything yeah. else was practical effects enough that it all yeah. it all landed pretty pretty good. And I don't know, I just I just like the overall vibe of it. It felt like 
it basically felt like a Ravenloft adventure where the Santa Claus domain, the evil Santa Claus domain sucks you in. And until you solve the puzzle, you can't escape, basically. Um, it, it, it had a real throwback vibe. Too. I mean, it felt a lot like some movie that would have come out in the 80s. Like yeah. when there were there were lots of kind of horror comedies where they were just these weird offbeat kind of topics. I mean, it feels like something you find on cable in the 80s to a large degree. Yeah. And which is just a big thing for me. So that that really worked. Well, there is that element because, like, I, I mean, it's not in any way similar to this movie, but like Terror Vision with like the really dysfunctional family thing going uh-huh. on, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, th- that sort of that sort of mood. And, and like Adam was saying, I think the casting on this was perfect. I think with horror movies, you don't want to cast Brad Pitt in a horror movie ever, but you always want to cast the guy that people will remember being Brad Pitt's best friend in a movie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or 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 his or his his nosy neighbor or whatever, like, and, and this movie is like all people like that. So I, I, and they were all good choices. I think especially, what was his name? Adam Scott. Is that the guy who plays the dad? Yeah. 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 He, he's great. I really like Adam Scott. Yeah. He's, and he usually plays like these kind of, I don't know. He's kind of got like a smarmy vibe, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, yeah. it, and in this movie, they really made good use of that, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't so smarmy that it was off putting. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was that just was... enough. Yeah, I mean, that's something that the movie does well, too, is that, you know, you have this kind of obnoxious family drama going on at the beginning, but it does a good job of balancing things. So as the characters become more likable over the movie, it's it it all is very plausible. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't it's not a movie where you just hate everyone and you're just waiting for them to get killed by the monsters. No, I like in fact, I liked how they did because like you, you had mentioned a, a Christmas vacation and and yeah. I, I think, you know, that definitely I mean, I forget the actor's name, but the guy from um, uh, uh, Anchorman. Um, is it David Kochner? Is that how you pronounce his name? Oh, yeah, David Kochner. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. I'm just pronouncing it. But you know. but he basically played like the Randy Quaid character in this movie, yes. right? And, yes. but, and But what I liked about it is that there was there was this whole thing between sort of like the the blue collar family and like the the white collar family you know maybe like a red state blue state type thing but mm-hmm. they both got enough shading over the course of the movie that yeah. you know it it, it 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 could have ended up being really annoying it could have ended up being like a this mm-hmm. this was the writers or the directors way of tackling divisiveness in america and 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 making it overly political but i like that towards the end of the movie the the characters were just kind of getting to know each other better because they didn't really know each other to begin with do you know what i mean that was kind of maybe part of the problem like the scene where uh where the david kushner character says um uh i think i think what he says is like you know i'm sorry i thought you were uh I forget what language he uses, but basically you were like a, you know, a yellow belly coward, you know, spineless, you know, dickless something. It was a really spineless, a spineless dick. A spineless dick. It just made me imagine a dick with a spine. Yeah. And I was just a weird image. It was a very Clive Barker image. No, I I had that same (laughs) moment. They knew what they were. (laughs) But that seemed to be when they were all kind of turning the corner with each other, you know? Oh, yeah. um, Exactly. It's a. No, I, 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 yeah, I thought it handled that yeah. aspect perfectly. Well, it actually does it in the same kind of way that Christmas Vacation does, which, like, I mean, because both these movies have that kind of core function of doing a thing. Uh, Christmas <laughs> Vacation is comedy. This one's horror. But the characters have, like, a believability, and they're, they're, the friction they naturally have creates, like, the opportunity for things like the horror or the comedy to come yeah. in to these movies. Yeah. But there's an actual genuine sympathy built up in the movie over them. There's real pathos yeah. for them yeah. in their situations. And like that plays to the advantage of both of these movies. Yeah. They're well constructed. I think that's a really apt comparison. You understand why they don't like each other. And, and it's not like they're neither side is totally out of line. Do you know what I mean? They're, 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 yeah. they're, they're, it seems like there's been mistreatment in both directions just based on the conversations the characters have. And, yeah. and and you understand why there's resentment. Why you know it's just it, it works. Um, and 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 I think in the beginning of the movie, the characters were in danger of becoming parodies of yeah. Their, their type, well, you know I what was, I mean? I would, and that was the one thing I wasn't as skeptical about this movie as you, Brandon. But that was the one thing early on. I was like, oh, is this just going to be 
as I said, is it a movie? Is it going to be a movie where you're just waiting for people to die because yeah. the movie wants you to hate them so that it so that you don't get upset when they die, which is yeah. a really cheap horror movie technique you see sometimes. no and this was more clever because what this did was it made you hate them at first but then it made you like them because then you realize like oh then that obno them. the obnoxious cousin <laughs> she's just being like a normal 12 year old being obnoxious and now she loves her cousin and is worried about her do you know what I mean like like yeah. those kinds of things they, they did a very good job of establishing that throughout the movie and even things like 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 if the movie could have gone off the rails by having the guy go to use the guns and then the guns create some disaster and then it kind of is like the yeah. you know, but by having the guns actually be useful do you know what I mean it, and by having the, the 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 eagle scout stuff actually be useful it it, it just i don't know it worked um so I, I liked how it handled characters and and again i think i think the casting was really a big part of how they how they landed all that yeah. you know it was oh they, i was just i was watching the opening credits yeah. and the names popping up i'm like oh wow this is well, this is great and what's good about it is these are all actors who you could totally get on board with hating in the role do you know what i mean because like that's oh, what they do could have done yeah that. yeah so so it was yeah it was i want to think that this movie might have been much smarter because i i think that's the reaction everyone i've ever shown this to has including myself um i think this movie knew that i think it was gonna yeah. be playing a little rope-a-dope with us i how would I put this? I feel like this movie is the, the, the reason that I didn't want to watch it that I mentioned at the beginning is because there was a whole spate of movies that were horror movies that were just too intelligent for horror movies. Like they were trying to they were trying to make art house movies and not horror movies and call them horror movies was my opinion of them. And well, they were they seemed ashamed of the genre that they yes, were a part of. Yes. Yeah, I don't sure. like that. Yeah, that's that's a better way to put it. And this movie felt like no I like this genre. I want to celebrate this genre. I want to celebrate other genres. And it was smart, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel arrogant. It didn't feel elitist to me. It felt like it was smart, but it was grounded. And it was, a, it was, you know, and, and, it, and it kind of spoke in plain language to people. It didn't, it didn't, it, it, it didn't, you know, use $10 words and take 80 detours to get to its point. Do you know well, what I mean? That's... And yeah, it, you also mentioned how even-handed it was in its handling of like the political differences of the characters. The the movie's perspective was one of just observation. It was yeah. neutrally reporting on what it saw. It didn't already have a stance prior to the movie beginning. And I think that's one of the things we kind of... I've personally gotten very tired of movies having made up their mind before they give me the facts. Because I feel like the movie itself is now an unreliable narrator and I can't really enjoy yeah. what I'm seeing, yeah. you know? With this yeah. one, it's intelligent enough to say, you know what, here's what is happening. Why don't you make the judgment call? Because you're, you know, an adult with critical reasoning. Yeah, I, I, so I, the characters all worked really well. And, um, and, and so let me ask you guys this. How do you feel about the horror? Was this, a, was this a horror movie to you? Was it a Christmas movie? Was it a comedy? Was it a perfect blend of all three of those things? Because it's definitely balancing those three elements, it, it seems. Yeah, because yeah. oh, I mean, there there was really genuine comedy in this. I don't know, Adam, where would you put this? No, I would say it is genuinely all three. Because I mean, it is it is a movie that I mean, I can't say I was terribly scared by it, but that's me. But it's like if I were to put this on for my nephews when they came over for Christmas, it's like my 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 single digit nephews would definitely be. Yeah traumatized it, by parts of this movie it, it, so i would i would say it's horror in that respect definitely it definitely kind of hit a, a gremlins level for me where it felt like yeah. it was this is definitely a christmas movie it's not like they just said it on christmas this is definitely a christmas movie oh yeah it's definitely a comedy and it's definitely horror i would agree with you i didn't find it t i found some parts scary but i think i think with a little bit of editing they could have made it more scary like when they first introduced krampus the scene at the car where you just see his feet was quite ominous. Mm. But when I saw him jumping yeah. from roof to roof, that that was sort of the initial impression you have of him. And it, it just didn't make him seem as terrifying as the scene by the, the... So I think if they had started with the introduction of the scene by where she's under the vehicle, that would have been better. <laughs> and I think if they had, they had stayed their hand a little bit in showing what he looked like, do you know what I mean? Just in terms of his, you know, like... Like I said, like they just kind of showed his hooves. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then, like yeah, later uh, in the movie, when they see evidence of hooves, I think this would have been a yeah, movie. Yeah, where... right. it is a little out of sync. You had yeah. the comment when they're when uh, 
you know, when, when one of their names, the Tom and Howard are in the uh, kitchen of the boyfriend's house and they go to it and they're like, Ooh, these, there's yeah. hooves here and blah, but you'd already seen him by then. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it seems right. like it would have it been, ignorant, but we're not. Yeah. yeah. But, but there were genuinely horrifying things about this. A, a young woman out in a blizzard on her own facing these kinds of, it was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah, when I say when I say it doesn't scare me, there was there was a thrill. I kind of had that minor horror movie thrill. I just mean I wasn't yeah. you know, there's movies there's movies that really rattle what, you in it. It definitely isn't one of those. What, what, it, oh go ahead. I was just saying but it, yeah, it was effective effective with uh with the with uh I don't know, getting a little bit of adrenaline flowing. What I, it it oh. takes it takes the horror movie element as seriously as Gremlins, I think. And the, yeah, the yeah. situation, it doesn't pull any punches about it. I think this is a really apt comparison because, like, I'm never scared in Gremlins. Although that feeling yeah. of apprehension you're talking about is there. Yeah. So there's an interesting philosophical question to maybe explore is does horror have to scare you to count as horror? I think this is try. this movie is a little more intense than Gremlins, but also a little bit more humorous than Gremlins in key places. So I think... Like one thing it achieved is it genuinely made me afraid of the outside of the house. Anytime characters mm -hmm. were going outside of the house, I was worried about their safety. Um, but in a lot of the scenes where the monsters are showing up, they're obviously kind of funny, goofy monsters in this, you know, sort of in a gremlin style, but in, you know, with more Christmas cheer, maybe. And and so you know, I I, I think that's just something that happens in a, in a horror comedy. It, Sometimes the comedy can add to the horror. Sometimes it can take away from it. And in a movie like mm -hmm. Gremlins, a lot of the comedy kind of takes away from the horror, which is, I think, purposeful. I don't think you want Gremlins to be super scary. And here I yeah. think it was similar. I don't think they wanted it to be super scary. They just wanted it to be scary enough. Um, I'd say the Jack in the Box was the, the absolute oh, yeah. monster. That that was creepy. No yeah. question. Yeah, I would agree and with that. The sound design on that was so great, too, because it wasn't just the visual, which was outstanding. Because you have that hideous, featureless porcelain mask that unhinges yeah. at the jaw, and it's just this yeah, monstrous creature. That was very good monster oh. design, I think. On but that. the yeah. sounds it made when it was like gulping and digesting and shuffling around, ugh, it was yeah. a perfect no, this... storm of terror. This, the whole the sound on this movie as a whole because I have a surround sound setup man just the storms everything the sound Good. on this movie was fantastic just from beginning to end no it, question it was very atmospheric it kind of reminded me of hateful eight in that respect where they you know hateful eight really got the sense of the cold snowy weather and mm -hmm. you know and I, I feel like they achieved that here just be you know being from a snowy place this movie made me believe in the storm that was one that was one part of the movie. I guess it was plot necessary, but it did seem a little odd. Them them allowing the daughter to go out into the blizzard like that seemed like uh, who would you know who would allow that and you know in that kind of like that kind of snow is not the kind of snow you send a kid out into. Um, it's the yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. On the one hand, I totally agree. On the other hand, it's just you know a lot of people now just take nature's for granted is, yeah. is, is not enough of a threat too so i, I can kind of see it happening yeah. but... it's a very urbanite reaction to yeah. like the rawness of nature like oh it's just yeah. a couple of blocks yeah it's a couple of blocks of nature saying no let's but let's stay yeah. inside the dad is an eagle right. scout so it's sort of see you know i feel mm -hmm. like he okay, was he should he yeah. should have known better yeah, yeah i say uh, yeah because I, I, I have to say is, you know, the whole it's like, oh, you know, I know how to shoot. Well, I was a Boy Scout. It's like that's where I learned to shoot was being a Boy yeah, Scout. Same here. <laughs> they, they let you that shoot was, guns that was in Boy the Scouts one part at rules. Of the movie I was like, I, 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 that doesn't quite hang together. I was an Indian guide, so I have no idea how to shoot a gun or <laughs> do any of that stuff. <laughs> um, but um but yeah, you do have a point though that it, that yeah, maybe you should have I I don't know. The question is how much you know, I, you don't do a lot of deep winter camping in the Boy Scouts all the time. So no, but and, uh, but I don't know. I, that just, just that one thing. I, I just felt, oh, they yeah. shouldn't be letting her out there. And then, but then you, you know, uh, th that also kind of worked because I was kind of saying, no, don't do that. That's obviously a bad. Like even if there's no <laughs> monsters out there, that's dangerous. Don't don't send her out into that storm. Uh, yeah. How how did you guys feel about the whole setup with the letter causing the um. Well, not not even just the whole setup. The premise, the premise involving the Omi 
and her backstory and then the the uh, max the young boy who writes the letter and tears it up and throws it out and that kind of summons the evil of krumpus here uh how, how what did you feel about the concept of it it's very horror movie and it's very christmas movie but it's not very comedy and it knew that and still managed to work it in a good effective way so i give it a pass yeah i i'd agree on that i mean it's it's kind of hard to know what to make of it. Cause I think it becomes more apparent at the ending of the movie. Cause I was like, when we were getting near the end, I was really wondering how are they going to end this? Like, are they, cause yeah. I mean, you could have done the thing with him just leaving the kid and just like, you know, happened with the grandmother and just having a cyclone. Like, well, that wouldn't be entirely satisfying. Cause we already heard that story. We'd just be watching a repeat of the same story. And I was like, but it's, you know, it's the kid. It's a very got, time bandits ending. It is. a very, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a weird ending. It's a very weird we, weird ending. We, which uh, we should talk about the ending separately, by the way, because I think that's a, okay. We'll that, get we'll get to that yeah. later then. But I, I yeah, like I said, though, I, I that that's I don't know. My my feelings about the whole mythology kind of tie into how it ended, though. So okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, well, how about this? We'll, we'll do the we'll do the ending next, so that we can get sure. right into your. Oh, point. I don't. There's yeah. no rush. Just when um, we get to it, I'm not I'm not bursting with some deep. I don't want to. I don't want to get everyone excited about this wonderful opinion I'm going to say or anything. Precious on Balderstone. My uh, so yeah, I I I like the concept, but I had quibble. I think I, I if I had two criticisms of the movie, it'd be one would be the gingerbread man, and the other one would be I felt there was a little bit of inconsistency around like the rules governing Krampus and you mm-hmm. know like why it like why what happened with the Omi happened and then why what's happening now is happening. Do you know what I mean? There was. It was it was a little murky for me. Um, it wasn't a huge deal. I was ex- what I thought was going to happen in the movie is that he was going to rip up the note and then they would have to find the note and re- and like tape <laughs> it together and that would because so- because it seemed like it like you know that seemed like the puzzle that they it would naturally uh, happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I did like how video, they... if it was a video game that totally yeah, would have happened. Yeah. But, uh... But uh, but yeah, but one of the things that I found interesting about the Omi story is I know this was I don't think that they were doing this intentionally, but because it was kind of unclear exactly where she's from, like and we know that she speaks German, right? Is that was uh, did they even say if she was speaking German or not, or did they say? Not I mean, and even if it was German, I mean, like it, she could have been from East Germany. So, yeah. but she was some place, some German speaking place in Europe, and that was in some kind of hard times probably due to the to world war ii i'm assuming uh mm-hmm. it was a little hard to tell because we don't know omi's age um so all that stuff could have been during the war it could have been after the war we don't really know exactly um but the whole thing with with her family being taken away by Krumpus and her hiding and being left and surviving that really reminded me of the Holocaust. Do you know what I mean like that? Mm-hmm. And 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 then when there was the whole line from the aunt at the beginning of the movie where she said, you know, are you a Jew? Do you know what I mean? Like it just made me like again, it's only two two points in the film, but yeah, thought, you're right, and they don't really do much with that because then I was thinking, wait, he could be he could like be it. Jewish, right? Like he could be a Jew mm-hmm. because. Maybe, yeah, I mean, obviously they they're referencing anti-Semitism with the "Are you a Jew?" comment. I don't know if they were in the flashback necessarily because it's it's a village where the people are all kind of turning on each other. Yeah, and, no, and so I, I I got I got that, but what I was wondering, and I, and I and that's why I said I don't think they were doing it intentionally. But what I was, I guess, what I was wondering is, were they trying to invoke the Holocaust? But they thought, well, this is kind of a kids' movie, like 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 maybe. I don't do you... think so. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, they were. I mean, obviously, like I say, I agree with you that during that one scene with that comment at the dinner, yeah, that was definitely, definitely, uh, kind of a kind of going that direction. But I just don't feel like the flashback because I mean, everyone in everyone in Europe in World War II was starving. I mean, it's not. It's not. No, no, that it doesn't that... Even matter what side you were on or what they were all. It was just. It could have been any country in europe basically no, that, that, that i that get situation. but what i'm talking about is her family being taken away by krampus and his oh, okay oh okay that I, seemed, that, that, that seemed that very really dire of Anne frank kind of thing so, yeah, yeah and then yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, and, i'm sorry i mean so, i was thinking so, about that yeah so what i was thinking is she's kind of like a survivor with survivor's guilt type of thing and yeah, i don't know yeah. i mean again it was just a thought but no it, well and well if the movie had been 
about that. I think it would have been more explicitly about it, you know. Well, I think, but I, think I kind of liked that it was a no, vague would, thing. That was that was the. I don't th think I don't think you'd want it to be about that. I wouldn't yeah. make it about that because I don't think a movie about how Jews didn't keep the spirit of Christmas and a creature came to take them away <laughs> would fly very no, well. No, no, no. But yeah, what, that, it, that does seem like kind of a confused. Uh, no, and that's not. I don't think that's what it is. I think. I know. I, I'm not saying yeah, you think yeah. that, but I'm saying I can see why they wouldn't. They wouldn't even want to touch that. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, I think that is like, well, the other thing about that is that you'd have to draw a parallelism between what happened to the mother and Krampus being a Santa for the Nazis with what is happening to modern day suburbanites and their battle with the Nazis. <laughs> no, because see, I'm I mean, not like... saying it's the point of the movie. I'm saying it's invoking oh, yeah. it's oh. invoking the memory to make you uneasy about the about Krampus. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I like like saying. like I couldn't but help make that comparison somewhere in my brain about it and it made me more uneasy about the whole, you know, it I just mean, he, he is a German demon. So I mean, maybe that there was a little bit of a kind of like a where they're kind of programming your expectations that well, way. Well, cuz what I'm also thinking is like, you know, like, you know, it, it, it it just you know it I don't know it just it just, just between again between that and the Jew comment it just seemed like maybe there was a thing that I was meant to pick up on in the back of my head and not necessarily yeah, it, like it was a message know, in it, the movie. I, but. I will say yeah I will say as if you're talking about it just in terms of it kind of like sort of guiding you a little bit subconsciously towards that kind of like Holocaust imagery. Okay, I would say it's messy if that was okay. their intent. Because it doesn't, there's not enough there to really push you, mm. and that doesn't do anything in a way that allows that parallelism to like really come out. Mm. Like that doesn't, it doesn't do anything in a deeper narrative way. Because the whole deeper narrative of this thing is this really kind of chintzy Christmas thing, where it's like keep the spirit of Christmas, or else Krampus will get you. And like, it knows not to take itself too seriously, yeah. and so I feel like that is too heavy of a subject okay. matter even to use for that. Purpose. Okay. But but I think it's actually operating at a slightly deeper level because the opening of the movie is about how Christmas makes us so terrible to one another, right? Like, mm -hmm. well, like, that's more of a, a talking about. But that's it's a it's an anti hyper consumerism thing. Yeah, you know, which is made, which is more made Christmas into something that yeah. makes us terrible. Okay, okay, Christmas right, right. Not no, no, but that's what, but that's what I'm yeah. But but anyways, I don't know. So that was that was just, you know my thought on that. But um, I think that was a good. I think that was a good. Uh, little yeah, little thing to explore definitely yeah well, it's so, an honest reaction what do you guys think the ending was all about because that one <laughs> th that was definitely because when it when the, when i when the ending first started i was like because i remember i said it had to fight every step of the way initially i was like oh shit i'm not going to accept a wizard of oz ending here you know this this oh, you, you, you know what yeah. i mean like like oh it was all just a dream really you're gonna give me that like that like that, that i was that, if i was ended with that i would have been furious yeah, yeah i was <laughs> i was ready to be angry and then they put them in the snow globe and i was like oh that is that is really clever because it could mean a few different things um mm -hmm. you know so and i think it was a pretty nihilistic message overall uh you know sure. just which, you know, which is appropriate for horror. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I prefer horror that is nihilistic over horror that, you know, presents an overly rosy picture because you want horror to kind of, I don't know, make make you stare into the darkness a little bit, maybe. Um, yeah, and that's sort of its function as as a as a, a genre of storytelling is you're supposed to go to a, a place you don't normally get to and be uncomfortable and scared yeah. for a while. And yeah, so I think nihilism in terms of like downer endings like that are perfectly like synchronized with that. But also it's just kind of funny that he has his evil Santa's workshop. That's kind of like hilarious <laughs> as a premise. Yeah. So it still worked kind of as a comedy thing, too. And also that moment when they realize that, oh, wait, that all happened. What What's going on? And they're just nervously looking at each other. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was well, funny and also scary, I thought. I thought that was a very effective scene just because it goes from being you kind of know because the house looks a little bit different the mm. next day do you know what I mean like his bedroom does it's not a look like too the too rosy well yeah. the bedroom doesn't look like the bedroom we saw the previous evening it's not it's it's way more clean it's it's it, i think even the 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 paint job looks a little bit different like it just looks a little different and i i it just it, and there was like a I don't know. There was like a a fogginess to how that scene was shot too, so that mm -hmm. it just it just looked kind of odd. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah. but but yeah, I I I I like the idea that these 
so my my reading of it is that they're basically trapped in some kind of hell now or <laughs> potentially they're they're like reliving Krampus night every Every, like over and over again in this snow globe oh, or they're just trapped together as a family in this in, you know in like a purgatory type thing do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. but it but it seems pretty grim either way um i know that you could read yeah. it in different ways so um, yeah i mean it, it negates the it's all a dream thing too because i think it's infuriating if, if it had been as the kid just had this bad dream it's like well all this bonding we saw of them kind of getting to know each other and yeah. stuff never happened it would have been like well why, why did i watch this but it's like yeah the second that the second they all see the little little ornament and everyone <laughs> looks around you're yeah. like okay okay there there was there was an actual emotional journey in this movie. I'm yeah. really not sure exactly what's happening now, but yeah. I feel like we at least went somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, if you went to hell ultimately, at least you actually took the journey there. Exactly. Well, and, and apparently another reading of it is that the snow globe thing is just Krampus's way of keeping an eye on the family. Until you know, to make sure that they don't deviate okay. from the good. So there is like an optimistic. There is an optimistic reading of it, but yeah, I I went sissy. Well, you, no, they're in hell. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I like to think that they're in hell or purgatory or something approximating one of those two things. Um, but it, you know, it, but it, it it was an effective ending. I I, I, I and it was and, good. And it be- was enough that even the sissies get a good ending. So yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think it was... Uh, and, and also, when you see all the other snow globes, that was also something that yeah. made it kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was satisfied at the end. I was very satisfied with this movie. And I... I, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the, the only... Again, if I had to have any additional complaints, some of the scenes were really dark, so I couldn't see everything that was going on. Maybe that's just mm. my old eyes on a computer screen. But yeah, I didn't have any I didn't have any issue seeing okay. things in this myself. Okay. I was watching kind of with the lights off and everything. And so I don't know. But uh, yeah, maybe it's just my screen. You know what I mean? Because I, I complain about that a lot. So maybe it's just my screen. Might uh, be. This but... horror movie was dark. A review by Brendan Davis. <laughs> 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 so. Oh, but uh, uh, I don't know. Um. I don't, I don't know if I want to complain about anything in this movie. I, like I understand what you're saying about the gingerbread men, I really do. But like, they're played in such a cartoonish way that I think their crappy CGI is actually appropriate. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm more or less fine with them. Like you were mentioning, the sound design is actually chilling. Um, let's see. I think. What did you think I of Krampus's appearance? Part. How did you feel about Krampus as a? Uh, like in terms of creature I, design. In terms of creature design. Okay, so if you take him just on the terms of just the movie and he's an evil Santa Claus demon, okay. I would say the mask they used for his face wasn't quite as mobile as I would have liked. It looked a little Halloween mask. Oh, apparently that's uh, supposed to be a mask, by the way. That's not supposed oh, to be his face. Oh, on top of it? Okay, yeah. okay. Because I think, I think he's supposed to have the goat head behind the mask is what I was reading when I looked it up. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. If you have to explain that sort of thing, I've seen this movie a few times, then yeah. maybe they should have made the mask element a little more artificial and, looking. And that might not be true. I found it on or the like internet, strings so. on the side or something that you can yeah, see. Yeah, something where you're like, okay, this is a monster that's only barely able to hide it. So like, there's this famous Jonan Vasquez drawing where there's this horrific monster person in this kid's bed, and it's got a tiny little like smiley face mask yeah. that's been, yeah, just tied around a chunk I... of its skull. Mm-hmm. And, I know that picture, yes. Yeah. A, Jonah Vasquez is a genius. And B, yeah. that's what I want to see, damn it. I want okay. it to be obvious to be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 the theory I heard was that that was supposed to be the ma- face of an old man that he used so he could kind of look like Santa Claus was the idea. You know, if they'd mentioned that in the movie, that would have been really scary. Yeah, because it's a badass idea. You know I mean? It's a very yeah, cool that's, idea. Yeah, that's incredible. I, uh, I I liked I didn't realize it was a mask, but I did like the face just because I don't it just does have this old timey kind of monster look that was the right kind of aesthetic for this kind of creature. So I, I was okay with it. I mean yeah, I also I, was, it I really was, uh it was I a mobile in a creepy way. You thought so I well I thought the mask for the uh uh uh, for the Jack in the Box was immobile in a creepy way. Like that—that that was like, yeah. and since they're both in the same movie and sometimes in the same shot, like 
oh man, that Jack in the Box, it's a real high standard for me. <laughs> it was hard for anything else to clear it. I loved, uh, my favorite scene in this movie is like one of the very, like the penultimate scene actually is what it is. I can actually use the term penultimate. Good job, me. Yeah. Uh, where the kid goes to confront Krampus and he's like, I take my wish back. <laughs> I, I've learned the true meaning of Christmas. And they all just laugh at him yeah. and throw him into hell. That, that, mm. I, I, I That's agree. That's what I want in movie. I agree. I, I like that the movie did that. I also like that the movie, like, obviously they do kind of take it back. So maybe I would have to deduct points for this. But they kind of kill the sister, like, in the first 15 or 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes. You know, like, yeah. that's a pretty bold move. Most Most horror movies don't kill the young people like that and this movie oh, yeah, this movie, this movie eats, it's killed killed the kids before well, it killed we, the adults yeah and we barely got to know it's like we just kind of started to get to know her and there was kind of like a little scene the dinner she was pretty sympathetic to the brother and it's like i was just kind of starting to like that character and boom yeah. and they yeah. then they took her out and then the kid <laughs> in the chimney movie, man. the kid in the chimney what was his name um uh, i want to say hans but i know that's wrong well, I wanted to say Hans too because I think that they were calling back to that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. Yeah, that's what, that's what I kept thinking of. Grounds the yeah. Chocolate Lake. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, you're right. I didn't pick up on that, but you're you're right. They totally are uh, going for that. Thing. Howie, it was Howie, Howie, Howie. Yeah. Oh, you see, they even got the alliteration in there. They knew. They knew. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that was I. I again, I thought I, sometimes people say like you know putting kids in peril in a horror movie is like a cheap tactic. But I think if they're actually willing to eat the kids, it's a, you know, it's, it's effective. So. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it counts as a cheap tactic in this movie. It's uh, because I mean, well, the kids are all, are all significant characters too. It's not like when you just have a kid who's one of the main characters, kids, and you kind of throw them into danger to like create a create tension. And uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, so this I movie won you guys over, huh? It really did. Yeah, it, it yeah, totally I, did. I really enjoyed this. It, it was it, it was a nice surprise. I said I knew nothing about this movie at all, so it was just completely a nice surprise. It's the kind of kind of horror movie that I I don't feel enough of her made anymore, unless I'm just missing them all, like I missed this one. So yeah, this, this movie <laughs> I, definitely, and it even made me think, oh, maybe there's some more recent horror movies I should be checking out if they're not all garbage Jimmy, because that was kind that's kind of been my it's probably unfair but that's kind of been my honest working <laughs> assumption is most of the recent horror movies i've seen or heard of got, seem like garbage got yourself in a cranky old man mode yeah. i've done it myself don't yeah. feel bad so uh, so but but it, but it, it had to overcome a lot of of uh of that in order to, to win me over. So I think it's a this, really good movie. This movie climbed a mountain. Yeah. With me too. Cause there's something about the marketing in this movie that made me just avoid it. You know, I'm, I'm on the boat with you. I was like, why would I want, first of all, it's clear they don't know much about Krampus. Second of all, who cares? What, well, what I think a there was kind of a, there was kind of a memeriness around Krampus before this even came out, I think on the internet, which made me think this was some kind of reaction to the meme. kind of, Ugh. Yeah, that's kind of that was. That's why I kind of paid it no attention. I kind of thought, oh, okay, it's the internet joke, the movie, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> and yet, it's it's intelligent. It's it's rich. It's it's got a great blending of its elements. It's got a lot of surprising, yeah. beautiful practical effects. Great character actors. Fantastic sound design. And it's just brilliantly put together, and it does such a good job of manipulating you the whole way through, yeah. I even, and just I, still giving you what you want. I even like the dinner scene, you know, the Christmas dinner mm-hmm. scene. I thought yeah. was entertaining, um, and 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 I liked how they kind of boiled a lot of their differences down to food. I thought that was a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like who who doesn't have ham? You know, number one, I don't have ham on Christmas ever. That's never been part of my my Christmas meal. Yeah, I, but my my family went from doing turkey to doing ham, and I felt like I was living in an alternate reality. <laughs> like it was because it's yeah. so it just like, why would we eat a ham? Make a turkey like normal people. Well, and also that was Christmas Eve dinner, right? It wasn't Christmas dinner, so I, I don't like, know. We do we do lamb for Christmas, so I, I don't ooh, know. What that ain't bad. We do I mean, we do we do lobster on Christmas Eve. Okay. And then my mom well, usually cooks a bird on crazy Christmas Day. I'm not going to mess with that. That's yeah. uh, that's respectable. Yeah. It, it is, but man, Boston, it's a different world. No, you know what it is? It's it's um it's 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 our way of of the uh of doing like the Italian Christmas. It just got reduced to the lobster. There's supposed to be more fishes, and lobster yep. is the one that got you know that we ended up doing. Um But yeah, I liked how they I liked 
that that they they were able to use the food in that way. I liked the dinner table conversation. I was jarred when she said, "Are you a Jew?" But I thought that that was like, Jamie, you know I that was like effective writing because it told me a mm. lot about some of the problems that this family yeah. might be having. Do you know? You? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. It covers a lot of good. Yeah, I was like, okay, I can see where, you know, I, I, I'm getting a sense now of, what you know, how things have, you know, you, and also it's not an, you think about a line like that, it's not a, she's not literally asking that question because they're family, like they establish over the movie how, how well she knows her, I think she's the aunt, oh, right, yeah, so her niece is, so, so it was, so it's, it was it's, a purely rhetorical question, not yeah. a, not a, <laughs> that, uh. Yeah, well, the aunt is the one that gets the least redemption of any character in that movie. I think. You need to redeem well, her. She's awesome. I yeah, I thought. I, I kind. I mean, she won me over because the thing is, she had the oh. highest hill to climb after that comment, right? Like, like that. Like after that, she's got to do a lot more work. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought. I thought that she. Um, I thought that you know by the by the peppermint schnapps scene, she had kind of won me over, and then definitely by the shotgun <laughs> scene, she had she had definitely. Yeah. Won me over. Oh yeah. But, uh, and I'll, I'll say another thing too. Uh, just, just random things for the movie to throw out there. It's just I was when when uh, you know Howard David Kutchner's character when he gets uh, when he when he rides off on that thing you know <laughs> like chasing after his kid. It's like I you know I was I was sure we were going to see him again at some point because he did like it was such an ambiguous kind of uh, thing. It's like I mean the most obviously we do see him again in the movie after the kid wakes up. Yeah. But I thought. You know, I thought, is he really dead? Is he going to make some surprise heroic <laughs> entrance at some mm -hmm. point? But it's like, no, it didn't happen. Well, yeah, what... again, the movie finds a way to kind of thwart and and confirm your expectations at the same time. Because at that point yeah. in the movie, you can tell just runtime that it's wrapping up. But you have that kind of, you're right, that suspicion where it's like, oh, that's ambiguous enough where is this going to what's this going to do and since it keeps you guessing you're more invested i really like that i i, I one thing i do want to talk about is the dhl man because that did feel a little weird to <laughs> me and 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 i'm <laughs> like like okay so so number one i was really surprised to see a delivery person in what looked like a pocket horror realm at that point in the film right like like, like and so yeah, me too and then too. but then he's specifically dhl and so you're like oh is this did they pay to 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 have this in here we'll so, even deliver to hell on yeah Christmas. And, and not only that but then like you know they like he's like oh that other package must have been from the boys in brown which so it, 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 it was a deliberate ups yes plug. Yeah, yeah i know that i had the exact same reaction i was like wait is this an ad yeah because it's well, like go with dhl, DHL or, or or you know ups might give you a crumpus bag full of evil things that'll occur to your family you know, like, <laughs> maybe, like, yeah. Maybe. but yeah Okay, I, I don't know. Is, are the boys in brown is like a copyrighted thing, or is that just us culturally aware? I assume they did it. Aware, I, I assume but... that they said boys in brown so that it wouldn't be like as direct of a comment on UPS. Do you know what I mean? So that yeah, it, 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 I, I guess that's part of the financial structure of this movie is they don't need to shop at UPS. Okay. Or, or or maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that's just where they lean politically. Who knows? Some people you know really like DHL and don't like UPS, so maybe that's part of it i don't know but i i but i thought i thought it was it was really odd that they got a delivery that was that i found that jarring um someone that used to be a shipping manager both dhl and ups lose a lot more packages than the post post yeah. office i'll say that much i will say the moment he showed up you knew he was going to be one of the first victims though yeah yeah that was... uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah no him being in the pocket realm was not a good idea so one I like to think that he's just like pulling up in his truck in this swirling mass of terrifying ice, and he's like, "Ah, oh, whatever," and just drives into it. This this really <laughs> would have been a, a incredible Ravenloft adventure. Really, like, for I've always thought of how would you do like a, a Christmas Ravenloft, and this there is th this is it. The only the what? only downside is everybody knows it now, so you probably wouldn't be able to get away with it. But like. Well, some really? people do, like, some people do like kind of playing out cliches they like though so. that's true but remember i introduced you both to this so like i don't think anyone knows this movie it's a weird yeah. little sleeper of a thing yeah maybe so maybe so i uh yeah but yeah one I, out of three viewers is aware of it so i i mean i enjoyed the i enjoyed the film um and i i i i, I 
I, I really, you know, if, if all I can complain about is the gingerbread man and like one <laughs> other thing, right? Like, you know, that, that, Which that we've already forgotten at this point. Yeah. So, so I, I, and, and again, I, I think, I think if I, if I, you know, just for closing remarks, the acting is really what, what, what sells it. The people that they chose to play these roles are, uh, mm. were, were perfect for the movie. I mean, they, obviously the movie does a lot of other things, right, too. But I think that the, you know, the, you kind of really need to believe in the family that you're following yeah. here. And they, they have a genuine like family chemistry too, and that they don't like you can tell they have a relationship, which was interesting because they don't. It's yeah. all manufactured for the film, you know. They're actors, but you can you feel it. You feel their pre-existing relationship, and also all the baggage that comes yeah. with the pre-existing relationship yeah. with people you don't necessarily want to be in your family. It's great, and they also play to the viewers own prejudices i feel like whether you are like whoever you sympathize with you're definitely going to sympathize with one side or the other probably but they're kind of playing on that and that sort of tweaks your conscience a little bit as the movie progresses so i thought that was effective Mm -hmm. oh man it's it's a fun christmas movie and a fun halloween movie this is a fun movie i really like krampus Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have I was... any deep thoughts about it, but like I kind of watch this in the same marathon where I watch Christmas Vacation, no. Gremlins, and Die Hard. It's it's uh, it's up there with a the select few. I would I would put up Elf in there as well, and um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know just the well again what's what's the one with um oh god is it is it Black Santa not Black Bad Santa Bad Santa. You really like Black Bad Santa? Huh? I've never seen it. So you've never uh, seen Bad Santa. Look. No, it's called Bad Santa. <laughs> bad Santa. Well, I don't know. Maybe for me. I mean, it came. What? But Bad Santa came out in two thousand three, I think, and it probably. It, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm judging it from the perspective of somebody who saw it when it came out, and that's you know affecting you know like maybe somebody now wouldn't have the same reaction. I I remember it being a really good movie, but you know mm. well. Uh, you know, it's not really a film that we would cover on this podcast, though. So I don't, you know, no, um, no, fair. not a horror movie. But, <laughs> but I think uh, so. What, what's up next for us on? Uh, on... Oh, that's a good question. Because this was this was our introduction to our our Yuletide terrors. So, what's our next Christmas themed horror movie? What do we got on the slate? Um, well, Black Christmas would definitely be one that we want to do. Gremlins, maybe. But the only thing is, Gremlins is maybe so. Do we, I wouldn't do, like, do it next week. Yeah. It's too it would be too doing it back to back would definitely yeah. be a mistake. But also, Maybe. Gremlins might not be one that people even need us to talk about. Do you know what I mean? That's like that's, true. I don't uh, know if there's any new ground to cover with talking about Gremlins. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be happy to watch it. I'm just uh, I'm just saying if if we need to. Oh yeah. You know, I will, um, I'm going to watch it one way or the next. But um, yeah. So so yeah. So Black Christmas. I I think we should shoot for Black Christmas unless um you know unless there's another movie we we want to really. Uh, put ahead of it. Um, we could talk after the podcast about it, but I, I, I think. Uh, but yeah, so this is our this is our introduction to sort of the Christmas season, and um, and and our goal is to you know watch as many Christmas <laughs> horror movies as we can before uh, before Christmas. Uh, before my Kickstarter ends. <laughs> oh, why don't you? Well, do you do you still want to mention your Kickstarter? Or you have a. I know it's funded now, so it is. We funded, uh, which means I'm totally unprepared for getting any more money. So my my new plan is to just dump all of it into art uh, as the stretch goal. So if you want to see a ton more art, that's tell all your friends. That's a really good plan because what ends up happening to me when I make a book is inevitably the layout person is like, you know, I really could use an image here or this image yeah. here, or you realize this image isn't working. I need to rep- like I've replaced a lot of art in books, right. a lot and you of don't maps. Want to resize it. Yeah, there's parameters how much you can resize it and make it look good. Yeah, uh, and that's that's the thing. When we were laying out uh, all above heaven, I learned that very quickly because we had a lot of really beautiful Christoph Grabelski art, but we didn't have a bunch of different sizes, and there were a lot of blank pages inside. So I went to uh, Kazuki and he gave me just a ton of stuff uh, and we used those assets and they look really really good so he's definitely got the job for this next what? one too I think I've got enough of an art budget to fill the book up but you know, I, if, I wouldn't mind doubling it you guys want to have some more Yuletide ass kicking you know go right ahead and uh, go to the Kickstarter page and give me some money so yeah so, um, so yeah so again it was uh, 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 Krampus is the name of the movie it's on Prime but you'd have to rent it I think to see it on Prime unless it's on Netflix or something um, and I, I think it's a it's worth it for the Christmas season. I would definitely say this is, uh, 
it, it really does a good job of it invokes a number of Christmas movies and you know what movies it's invoking and that it doesn't feel cheap. It adds to the film in some way because it's all it's 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 all blended very seamlessly together. It doesn't it, mm-hmm. it, it, it just works. Um, so, yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, until next time, we will talk to you folks later. Mm-hmm.